0: This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com. More than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com. Shout out to the Magic Man. BadMagics.com. Defenders of the True School. Gotta grow way up.
1: I think it's time to grow, homie you better know,
0: you know it's time to grow uh, 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 What it is and what it do, this your boy Lawrence G And I am your boy Joey Burnham
1: And this is Jonathan Crane
0: And this is the The Grown Grown Ass Ass Man Man Hip Hop 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 Show Where we talk about love, life, hip hop and grown man shit And everything in between My nikas My nikas What's going on? Shit! Once again, we got uh, Jonathan Crane in the building, uh, who is uh, slowly becoming a regular on the show. We might as well add his face to the poster.
1: That's okay. You, yeah, you, you can just keep. You don't need to put my face on the poster. We'll we gonna,
0: lose. we we'll lose a lot of shit if we do that. <laughs> this nigga looks like Count Dracula. <laughs> Dracula had all the all the. Women and Only women. because he bit them on the neck Nigga and I'm talking about Count Dracula them. After he transforms into his true form
1: so, I'm a powerful figure of the night. You, sure, you, go ahead. you trying to just make this. No, dumb. no, no matter what, you can't really. You lose. No. no. I win. Mm-mm. Not if I become Dracula, you lose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you lose. Okay, well, all right, you got me. So, you're going to bite Joe on the neck and make him your bitch, is what you're saying? No, always,
1: you know, I always thought that that was really weird. I always thought that it was weird that he's like biting men. I'm like, why are you biting men? That was always odd. You I know?
0: want to fuck you, dude. Bitch, you probably you probably got AIDS or some shit, Dracula. Yeah, you think with with Zika and AIDS and uh, uh, all the blood borne diseases and uh, what's another blood borne disease? Uh, AIDS. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I said AIDS, but I'm thinking about uh, uh, hepatitis A, B, and C. And you think you think you know Dracula's still around here biting motherfuckers, or you think he's taking a, a safer route?
1: He has his victims checked. He, get, he gets them out of the clinic, like right after the clinic. <laughs> that's, when, that's when he's like, so you got a negative result. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay. Let me see your
0: paperwork. Let me see. Mm. Very nice. Okay. Why does I, everybody I make Dracula not, sound like uh, that, too? I'm not going to bite
1: you. I, I don't, don't know. Dra- Dracula always sounds like that. He sounds like a regular person. Oh, I just got
0: a great idea. That's how we, Dracula sounds. I just got a great idea. I'm gonna bite you. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should um we should contact some people and we should make a Dracula pimp movie. We that should been never it's been already done. been done. We, it's could, already been we done. should completely just change the whole what is it? What's the term trope? Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. We should just change that shit and just make Dracula like a pimp. But we should make it like a like 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 a seventies style, like dolomite uh uh Goldie the Mac type Dracula movie? It's called
1: Blackula. Yeah. No, 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 no. no.
0: Dracula was more scary and he wasn't a pimp. He was just like, I think we should just fully go the Dracula pimp route. Vampire in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was Vampire in Brooklyn.
0: We shall not speak of that movie.
1: Which was directed by Wes Craven.
0: Most people don't know. Really? That that movie was directed by Uh, Wes Wes Craven? Yeah. Damn, I ain't know that. It
1: was supposed to be more serious, but you know, it was kind of, it kinda of got mixed in is like if you watch the second half of the movie, it's kinda of like horror. It gets right. serious, but the first half is kinda of like, Hey, I'm a, I'm Kadeem Harrison and I'm a zombie. <laughs> yeah, remember that <laughs> I
0: was when I always look at that movie like, damn, Dwayne Wayne is like a Igor zombie type character. And then he right became now. he became
1: the um, with Lupe Fiasco, he was actually the cool, right? Or or he was actually the zombie character. He played that zombie character as well.
0: he? They, they, they was he was in the cool.
1: Yeah, you remember with the with the art that was Kadeem Harris. You wow. gotta explain
0: that to me? I don't, what you Kadeem Harris. Hard- okay. I didn't, know, Hard- I didn't Hard- know. he was. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he okay. was the when, cool. When he
1: was when he was uh, when Lupe Fiasco he made the zombie song. I can't remember the name of it, but he made the the song where the character came back to life became like a creature of the undead.
0: Yeah, I, I know about. If all that. you
1: if you look at the album art, it's him. It's actually uh, Kadeem. He's playing that character.
0: Oh, okay. Wow.
1: Unless I'm crazy, unless I'm just and that was on wrong. the album, The Cool. If I'm wrong, Michael cool Young. It up. You I'm going. going you young? not
0: keep talking. I'm
1: going to Google this. I may be fucking wrong, but I think. And we're
0: going to beat your ass live on air if you're wrong, because that's what we do, nigga. This is Death Row over here.
1: I'm Dracula.
0: And forgive my cool young history. As that was a
1: really good song.
0: The coolest nigga, why? The coolest nigga, why? Well, let's see what Google has to say. Let's about. see what Google has to say. Goggle. That uh, yeah, that yeah, doesn't look see. like Kadeem Hardison to me. <laughs> you're wrong. But <laughs> well, while you're looking for that, um, maybe it, maybe it was the single cover. Let's see. Maybe it was the single. Do you remember cover. that though? You remember? Look, I look remember the it? the cover for the Cool. If you open up the CD booklet, I think on the inside there was the headstone of that's, Michael Young. That's not the Cool. A lot of uh Selena Gomez and Demi so, Lovato just came up, um, but that bitch, yeah, that them was some fine. Money. That's another conversation, and she's cool. On another, not at all
1: nervous since he dug to the surface. But anywho,
0: um, fellas, um, there has been a lot of great African American television coming on lately. Power, which is you know just been consistently has consistently just been the shit. Um, I finally got a chance to actually sit down and watch the first episode of The Get Down. I will talk about that in a minute. Uh, and uh, Atlanta came on. I saw the first two episodes of Atlanta with a uh, childish Gambino. Yes, what's his name? Danny Glover. Danny Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald, Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover. Um, and there's another show I got to check it's Riggs. out. Riggs. It's Riggs co- is in this? Uh, who the hell is Riggs? Riggs. Nigga, Riggs. Lethal Weapon, nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fucking sacrilege, nigga. That's lethal weapon, nigga. You seen that shit on HBO? nigga? Uh-uh. it's a it's a HBO show about to come out, and it's about this twenty uh, nine year old black woman that's about to turn thirty, and it's about her basically coming out of her shell and.
1: But how is that different?
0: Like, uh,
1: how is she? How is it any different from all of the the other womanly coming of age stories? Like, Stella got her groove back and.
0: It ain't like that. It ain't. You just got to see it for yourself. I forgot the Man, name. Man, how's that different from Stella got her groove back and Harriet got her fuck on and Melissa got her back blown. Got her out. back blown. These these sound like porns now. We should stop. Look that up. Look that up. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Right. I'm really afraid to look at Sarah got her backbone back blown. Her out. backbone blown. Blown out. out. <laughs> Sarah got her backbone blown out. That's Say that okay. five times fast. Feel like a joke? Do it. Thug is in insecure. It. The name of it is Insecure. It's a new one. It's HBO, and the name of it is Insecure. But anyway, my point is that it's a lot of good black television coming on right now. And when I say black TV, I mean like for us, like a lot of the things. Like ATL is like for this generation of hip-hop it is so Atlanta it is so this time hip-hop it's a real dark comedy and it's uh it's 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 I'm still trying to see where it's going I'm still trying to see how everything's gonna fall out with it but it's 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 starting to look like it's gonna be a dope show um uh underground people I know how people feel about slave movies and all that kind of stuff but underground is another good african-american show are we slaves in it uh well underground is really pretty much about uh i want to say five uh, yes. slaves who escape uh, a plantation in georgia and so they start off the as underground and, and get you the underground railroad oh okay okay and then well, she the main character actually she escapes gets to this place where she's free and then she decides <laughs> to go back to free other slaves and Uh, it ended with her being introduced to Harriet Tubman. So, you know, it's... Well, damn. The
1: the spoiler alert, man. You got to at least warn the audience.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. I've already fucked it up. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And then what Harriet Tubman does... No, I'm just playing. Um, So, I'm sorry if you haven't seen it. That's what happens, my bad. Um, But what really got me inspired and what really... If you don't know the outcome of that shit, then...
1: If you don't that, know, that ain't <laughs> even a
0: spoiler. Alert. There's no fucking. If you tell, don't, know, <laughs> there's
1: no fucking telling with some of these movies.
0: Well, no, because it's it's historical fiction, so it's like you really don't know where it's gonna go.
1: They may, they may, <laughs> they make it to the north, but uh, but then there's a person. Look, you thought you were free, didn't you? So you mean you to tell can't me? Be
0: free. You mean to tell me there's a motherfucker out there right now saying, <laughs> "So did black people ever make it out of slavery? <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't spoil. Depending it. on <laughs>
1: de- depending on which part of Alabama you go to, uh,
0: But motherfucking country, nigga.
1: <laughs> you just, y'all not. remember
0: that skit from Saturday Night Live? I mean, not Saturday Night Live, but Living Color about the slaves who didn't know they was free. That was did y'all one, remember yeah. that shit? So there's two of them in the world somewhere was, right now. Um, but the one, but, but the one that really inspired me, you know, as a hip hop head, the one that it really inspired me, and the one that I am really gonna like, you know, finish all the way out is the Get Down. The get down, it takes place in 1977, New Bronx, New York, at the beginning of hip hop. Yeah, and I've seen I've more, seen that preview. It's on it, Netflix. It's on Netflix. And it's more, it's more historical fiction. So it's like they mix in a little hip hop facts with their own story. But that when I got fir- at first like first 20, 30 minutes, I was like, where the fuck is this going? What the fuck is I'm finna turn this shit off. And then once I got into it, I was like, oh shit. So, like, what historical facts? Oh, that should they dude go at after? my job, the white boy I was telling you about, the white boy that I'm teaching about hip hop, he watches that show and he told me he's off the chain. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've only seen one episode, and um, that shit is raw, man. They have um, like cool
1: Herc and they—they've got.
0: Um, it's about these uh, one, two, three, four, five, six kids, and the main character is a poet. He's got a way with words. And um, but he, but you know, he's living in the ghetto. He really doesn't have any real ambition. It's just like, you know, I, I got away with words, but at this point in my life, I really don't know what I can do with this shit. So, and eh, I'm just a nigga in the hood. And he meets this guy, and I can't think of this guy's name right now. But he wears these, he does graffiti, and wears these red pumas. And a spoiler alert for all the people that haven't seen it. I'm finna fuck some shit up. So fast forward, come back to this later. Check out another episode. Whatever. Uh, I'll give you like three seconds. Three, two, one. one. So what happens is he he is actually the protege of Grandmaster Flash. Like he's going around doing all this stuff, he getting records, doing his graffiti. It's like Grandmaster Flash is sending him on these missions. And he comes back and he says, have you found your wordsmith yet? And it's kind of sad in a way where there's so much shit going on in the story that when he said, like, what the fuck is he talking about? So they finally go to this, this party called the Get Down. It's like an underground hip hop party. And a cowboy is there from the. Uh, they, they got cowboy there. Friends. Right. They, and he's rapping. And the kid sees this and he's like, oh shit. And his friend's like, bro, you can do this. You got a way of words. Get up there and do it. Get up there and do it. And they have a little eight mile moment where he fucks up, right? So the guy that kind of pulled him into the scene, they start breakdancing and they see what's going on. He's getting soaked in the culture. He's getting all hype and he grabs the microphone at the end of this break dance battle and he starts rapping and actually riding the beat and figures out that he can rap and and you know and it gets and it's really good from there but what really inspired me about it and what really made me excited about it was the fact that i was like oh shit i forgot hip-hop was actually about words and that shit was really inspiring to me and i was like i gotta get back to fucking writing that was one of the movies where it's like, it is so important for this time right now because it's, it took it back to the essence. Just that one, I haven't seen shit else, but that one episode popped it in my head. Damn, this shit is about words. One, yeah, one important aspect. I'm not going to say hip hop is just about words. No, 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 but the most important aspect is this shit is about words. This shit is about uh, rhymes. This shit is about bars. And, I, and you know, I'm the liberal and I flex around and I, I, I can, you know, jump in different pockets and understand different shit. But at the end of the day, hip-hop is about words. And that shit drove it home for me. And I was like, damn, this generation needs to see this shit because this show could actually change the trajectory of where we're going right now. So for anybody that hasn't seen The Get Down, uh if you ain't got Netflix, you need to find somebody that got a, a a code, a password and get that shit. You need to uh find a way to watch that shit. Because if you're in the hip hop culture, you don't even have to be a rapper. But if you're a hip hop culture, this a it's a it's a must-see show. So how many black shows can we name? We got the get down, we got power. We got power. Empire. We got empire empire. Uh,
1: slave underground.
0: Underground. 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 Um uh, Queen Sugar, Insecure Atlanta. on HBO. That's what insecure, I'm looking for. Insecure, um, Atlanta, like you just said. So is that seven? That's seven, which is more than that. What is this? What female? about the Carmichael show? Female. Uh, Luke Cage.
1: Luke Cage. Um, what does this female look like? Who is she played by? The insecure uh, girl. You know.
0: I don't know the motherfucker's name. I ain't really did no research or nothing on it, but she. Uh... Yeah, she's cute. But yeah, man, it's just like it's a lot of good. Black. Like the Carmichael um, show, y'all fuck with uh, that. Technically, I don't know. If you can call Scandal a uh, black show. it got a lead character. She's African American. Scandal, um, How, how do to he, Get Away do with think, Murder. What do you think uh, about Blackish? Oh yeah, Blackish is the shit. Um, yeah, man. What black-ish about the Is, black-ish. Song for the fifth uh, is it still night. on? Is it still on? I don't know.
1: I never I really never checked it out.
0: It. I never checked it out. I keep meaning to check out him and his comedy, but I never just got a chance. Because number one, I'm sorry to say, I can't remember his name. But um, yeah, it's a lot of good ass black TV on right now, man.
1: There so. was a, there was a dry spell where where you didn't, except for the one token black person on every sitcom, you really didn't have a lot of black shows in, in the eighties. You had you know this um, influx of African American television shows. You know you had Good Times, you had. Moving the Jeffersons. Yeah, yeah. I'm Je- the Jeffersons. The sorry, moving, moving On up. up. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's the movie. That's Jeffersons. The movie Moving On Up. not man. Nah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to give Tyler Perry any ideas. So <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, um, Oh yeah. that's another, another black show, they, uh, the Have a Have, and have, and have nots. nots. It was us. And it, the, the great, I mean, to cut you off. But the great thing about all these shows is they're not on one network like early two thousands. It ain't like UPN where they was like, hey, you got a black show, it's on here. Because, you know, like Eve and all that shit. I
1: didn't think that Malcolm and Eddie was that bad. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah,
0: I like Malcolm and Eddie. I like that. I used to, I that
1: was the that only show. one that was okay the rest of them like homeboys and out of Space, out of space
0: space niggas yeah. yeah i didn't like homeboys that. and out of sp- oh my god i forgot about that show Yeah, one flex on boy- that yes yeah, that was flex homeboys and out of space shit i forgot about that show i used to enjoy that shit to be real <laughs>
1: <man>. <laughs> everybody everybody else disagreed they all thought that it was offensive and horrible and but if you ever watched the show, it didn't really have. They were just two dudes in outer space. Really, it didn't really. I think the name was fucked up.
0: Oh, I forgot about homeboys in outer the, space.
1: The name should have been space travelers, and people wouldn't have said shit.
0: No, it should have been uh, niggas, niggas in 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 outer space. <laughs> Just it go. should have been White what people's dreams uh, That should have been The name of the show what, White people's dreams uh-huh. <laughs> Niggers and yeah, others Oh father If you could just Make this happen you just Make the space. other 999 uh, million, Yeah man So <laughs> <laughs> However many You can make the rest Two of niggers in too. space Is too few this Niggers the, in space If you ask me This is the beginning Of a bright day for <laughs> us
1: Hey nigger Let me talk to you About space travel
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Jehovah's Witness <laughs> <laughs> I know right <laughs> No I just Want to talk to you about Getting out of here Go. We don't need you to go back to Africa We just need you to get completely the fuck out <laughs>
1: Of the planet
0: But anyway man I just wanted to touch on that For a minute man this is you TV on I want to touch on something What you want to touch on you sound like a molester Yeah. No it hurts He wasn't ready <laughs> <I> wasn't. <laughs> Whatever that is uh, We been listening to AZ Lately, yeah, man. Um, 20. Um, this actually last year was the 20th anniversary of Do or Die. This is the 21st uh anniversary this year, this month of Do or Die. Yeah. Here's my thing Lawrence G is the opposite of Jonathan Crane and I. Lawrence G is a hip hop head, but. He's not like a diehard boom bap um, snobbish type of hip hop person. Lawrence G will listen to, I don't know, DJ Premier just as much as he'll listen to Young Thug. Yeah. And I commend you for being able to think outside the box. But it might be affecting my brain at this point. But with that being said, I uh, lit up with joy when you sang the praises of Rather Unique performed by AZ. Cause yeah, you were, man. You were talking about that shit. Rather Unique. Yeah, that's off that door die, man. Uh, man, like I said earlier, man. A He's underappreciated. Very underappreciated, man. Very, very underappreciated. Um, like I said, man, about AZ, man, I used to want to fucking rap like that guy. His 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 structure was crazy And just the way He bounced He had a New York style That was so damn bouncing. It was that It was a compact style I died of Dota Right I died a Dota and, uh, Everybody tried to do that shit But AZ He mastered it though AZ and Nas Even more AZ than Nas Because Nas kind of left that style Right 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 But AZ Was like the quintessential Syllable guy like he everything rhymed everything he was rhyming so you know the uh because i cannot say it off the top of my head the verse for life's a bitch Visualizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest? A person's status, the pencil salary. And my mentality is money orientated. I'm destined to live a dream for all my peeps who never made it. Cause yeah, we're the beginners in the hood. It's five percenters, but something must have got in us. Cause all of us turn to sender Now there's a piece of some arresting and quitting. Others, such as myself, are trying to carry on tradition. Nah. I'm fucking it up, but yeah. Yeah, that shit, dude. So that shit right, that shit right. That niggas is sleeping on A Z. That shit right there made me say, I wanna be like that nigga. I'm gonna tell you this. And I, I never I, accomplished it. My I went a whole different direction <laughs> with my style. Hip hop heads, please forgive me for butchering that song and that sacrilege. I should know it by heart. I should know it like the back of my hand. But let me say this much. I actually want to do a show about underrated artists. Yeah, we gotta do that yeah. Or overrated. But I wanna t I just want to talk about bars and hip hop and A Z would be on my list. There's a bunch of people I can talk about, which I'm not gonna get into on this show. But A Z is one of the most underrated motherfuckers of all time. I agree. He is he's supposed to be nice respected. Maybe not nigh as status. I mean, he's really one of the only rappers that's in his same caliber. I don't know anybody else that can go toe-to-toe with Nas like that. And here's the thing about it. Um, L-Zai, who is similar to Nas, we all know he put out that immaculate L-Matic mixtape. Maybe
1: my favorite mixtape of all time.
0: And the fact that on his rendition of Life's a Bitch, he played Nas and Royce the 5'9 played AZ. Mm -hmm. Right. That made so much sense because even without that mixtape, Royce and El-Zai have a Az Nas relationship. Right, right, right. And I want I wanted
1: Elzy to be in prime. I really Ooh, did. That would have been nasty. Yeah, I was like, because they every listen. The, the, maybe about a month ago, I listened to all of their um their collaborations. Right, and they just work so well together. It's like I couldn't find a bad song they did. Yeah. Glow was probably my favorite. Um but
0: Motown 25. Hey, who who went harder to you in that Motown 25? Oh, man. Cause I, I I hear a lot of people saying that and Royce call the pool boy. That's I know he's not saying like to call the and pool saying, boy. Yeah.
1: but I'm gonna go. with I in
0: careers side. say that shit. I in careers. Beers, 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 beers,
1: beers. I can't do and it. And get man. you
0: lifted like the beers and shears. Catch a thunderbolt. Pocket stay lumped from hundreds. Some shit. Yeah, man. And he kept that. Shit While the suns right. afloat. But Royce though. Perhaps um, my my skill is real as G raps. It feels as ill less concealing drills in the kneecaps or something <sighs> I'm telling you right now man syllables we apologize to these legendary MCs for yeah, we butchering that your shit up. bars but um we butchering bars we, we like apologize that. but we but you are greatly respected and you're Fuck greatly I, respected man he, he, I, I mean I, I, I I, love, you know what? I
1: love this shit with all of my heart and, and honestly truthfully, mean I'm starting to miss it. it at every moment
0: right exactly and I'm starting to I'm starting to miss it and Week by week For the last two weeks man I've been having these small little Epiphanies That I need to just go back To that shit And I'm almost thinking like I need to just go ahead and for a minute Just become a hip hop snob I really feel like hitting the reset button And I But um the the only thing that stopped me from doing that this week is Travis Scott's new album, which I've been playing <laughs> back to back. I'll do that. You, just gotta, you soon know soon As man? I get
1: done with the Gucci Man,
0: I album. think I
1: think that's what makes you unique <laughs> as a listener.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I, think, I don't think you should stop being that. Yeah, man.
1: you have to be yourself no matter what. Like we're snobs, but that's just who we naturally are. So, and even though I, even though we're snobs, I, I try to open my mind to other things. But your mind is completely open, and I think that's needed in the click.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you kiss, yeah, bro, because if we add Fred to the equation, then it's just, we, you guys become- He's more the, snobbish than us. Yeah, yeah Fred is like, uh, yeah, he was all right. He, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? Eh, AZ was okay. like, I'm going to beat your ass. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's what's going to be all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I,
0: I was about to say- um I don't know. I love hip hop, man. I love I love the technical side of hip hop. I love beats. I love the music. I love all that shit. I gotta have it. I'm I'm infatuated with it. But I'm starting to miss it though, because I've I've been so far Like I said, I've been listening to like I downloaded um Travis Scott uh Birds in the Trap sing McKnight, uh Fabulous Summer Shootout Two and Um uh, Isaiah Richard's uh The Sun Tyrade. And I've been bumping Travis Scott the artist out of all of them. Don't get me wrong, The other two are good. Like they all do something different. But I just, for some reason, I just keep going back to the Travis Scott album. It's an easier listen, probably. It's, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's well, number number one, the one thing that he did with that album is it's a it's a trap album that feels, I don't know how he did it. Because there's nothing rock about this album But it feels like a rock album Maybe that's just me But there are certain moments in that album Where it feels like a rock album And after listening to that album I'm really going to say that In his lane he is the best at what he does Because he's better than Future He's better than Young Thug He's better than uh, you know Whoever's doing that style He's better than them Because number one You can understand what he's saying Number two he's more artistic when he he he's clearer than future. He's got well this. So, he's so got better how, bars that's than how future.
1: Low the bar has been set. No, but listen. But that, l- that he wins because you can actually understand. No, what but let me
0: <laughs> let me finish because uh, in order for me to have this, you have to have to understand my view on where trap music is on the hip hop spectrum. But lyrically, and I'm and this is not saying much. Lyrically, he's better than future. Um. You can under you can understand what he's saying, uh, so he's got Young Thug beat, and he's more creative than both of them, and he's melodic as hell. And that's where he keeps getting me at; those melodies he comes up with are crazy. And he got that he's got one song, he's got a couple songs that just got some sick ass melodies to him, man. And mm. like I said, it just feels like a rock album. Mm. I don't know how he did it because there's not shit rock about the, there's not one guitar riff no live drum sample no shit it's trap music through and through and through but it's like arena trap and it feels like a rock album and I, I, i've been bumping that shit all damn week man mm-hmm. um well i have yet to hear it but. uh the uh the fab the new fabulous <laughs> is hard as hell the <laughs> only issue i got with fab man is like um i need Wally to stop singing like he got a song, he got a, him and Wale got a song on there. And I I don't know who told Wale he sounded good singing. I don't really know. It's it's,
1: it's just fucking. Horrible. It's kind of what people do sometimes.
0: No, he shouldn't do it. Okay, he shouldn't. I mean, for a person that he has no really, Drake in him, hell no, he ain't even got like he he ain't even got a teaspoon. <laughs> A water drop of Drake, Drake and him. He can't do it. It just sounds like fucking howling when he does it. It's horrible. The Untie Ray man. That's just a real jazzy ass album, man. It's just a. Uh, it's just. It, it, it harkens back to the days of a tribe called Quest. Those are the albums I've been. They've been in rotation. But I can honestly really say I've been listening to Travis Scott more. But even in the midst of that, I keep going back and saying, damn, man, I got to get weak. Re- I need to. I got to get back and listen to some bars. To man. the I gotta essence. Find me- I got to get back to the essence because lately that's what I've been missing. And I personally feel like if I keep going in the direction I'm going, I'm, it's going to be harder for me to go back. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Because the the, the music that's being made now is just so opposite from what we grew up on That if you just if you keep going in that direction Looking for that stuff It's hard to digest what you came up off of It's hard to digest AZ If you just keep listening to Travis Scott Young yeah. Doug and, and all these other guys Yeah you're right You're absolutely right Yeah I just love bars man I love bars <laughs> I, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know no other way to say it man Just growing up it's the generation you know, if I was born in this generation, if I was 21, 22 years old, I probably wouldn't be as obsessed with bars and lyrics, but you know me being my, in my goddamn thirties, I just love uh double entendres, punch lines, similes, uh, multisyllabic flows. We
1: were raised on wordplay. We wordplay was important, so
0: those onomatopoeia flows those um yeah, you actually had to communicate in rap, which is something that this generation I they don't do on when any We level. were growing up.
1: Yeah, a lot of the people who were older than us would say the exact same thing, and they would they would talk about the lack of live instrumentation. They would talk about a lot of a lot. They were down hip hop in a lot of ways, even though I feel like the word lyrically, hip hop is probably ahead of almost every other music because it is everything that it is for the most yeah. part. Yeah, but you know that's. But maybe musically it falls behind in certain areas, but lyrically it it probably surges ahead for the most part. Um, what they, one of the, one thing that they used to say to critique us in a negative way would they they used to talk about how um, we. They used to talk about the lack of uh, instrumentation. They used to also talk about, well, they're not saying shit. They're, they're not saying anything. They're just doing this. They, this is their subject matter, and it's not about shit, and yada, yada. And I felt like they really missed the bus. They really completely missed it. They they really refused to listen because to them it was just noise. They just thought it was noise.
0: And that is understandable. Looking well, back, looking back but, at where they came from and where hip-hop is, like I said, it's a large leap. From the Philly sound, from the Motown sound, from the soul sound to hip hop. It is a huge but there, there
1: would be rare moments where i would take someone from that generation and i would let them listen to a song and they couldn't deny it they couldn't deny dear mama they couldn't deny certain i was like just you, about to say two pockets right, right. one
0: that older people can fuck like right. you can't
1: you can't deny certain things i i would take let people listen to concepts and they they would be like man you know okay i get it for the first time and this is the biggest swipe i can take at this generation this generation's music lyrically it's not, well, okay, first of all, I understand that people are not about lyrics as much. Sometimes it's just about a melody. They're not even about words. Yeah, exactly. So that, I think that, it, that's sad. my point is that it has become that. It has become kind of mindless on a lot of levels. It, it became what, what they thought we were. They are. They actually right. are that. <laughs> right, it's right, On a lot of right. levels. Now, I'm not saying that it's not melodic. <laughs> I'm not saying that they, you can't get something out of it. I'm not saying that there's nothing to it at all. But as far as lyrics, yes. When they say it's noise, it may be enjoyable noise, but it's fucking for well, the most part, yeah, yeah. Now
0: this is yeah, this is noise. And niggas mumble. Yeah, they they're, <coughs> it truly is noise. They're mumbling, they're using auto-tune. Uh that skirt, skirt, huh? all saying that saying stuff. It's no it's sc- literally just come down no to noise. Skill.
1: I'm not saying that there isn't any anything to to take from it, but Yes.
0: But it's not based on lyrics. But no. I will say this. This is where I give this, this generation credit. And I've said this before. I give this generation credit on two things. They have us beat on two things. They learned how to make a song. They learned how to make a hit, number one. And number two, they I like the way they use melodies. They use melodies in ways that I, I,
1: our generation. Did I think not. that they they won the melody battle, but they didn't win the song battle against the nineties.
0: Um, they, they, they they learned didn't. how to make legitimate hits. Uh, uh, this generation learned how to make radio hits. I don't think they come out the gate making radio hits. People people
1: don't don't download as much as they used to. They neb- they didn't outsell the nineties people. They didn't now sell the 2000s people, not even. Well, close. now you talk
0: that's a technology conversation, and that's a that's a whole nother conversation. What
1: area, what area did they beat them in? How did they beat them? Like they beat them in melody, but people are actually overall as a whole don't listen to music as much as they every num all the numbers suggest this. Right. On every level. People don't even download. People say, Well, nobody buys a physical. I, I know that. I know that. We all know that. But people don't even, they don't even download. As yeah,
0: much but TV. they're streaming now. So the Streaming is the new hustle. And 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 streaming is even fickle on some levels for certain artists. But it's, the new, new, new CD is streaming.
1: It's harder to gauge certain things. But honestly, I just don't get the feel that people love music as much as, they, they don't love it in the same way, but I also get the feel that people don't love it as much. Because of, when I think of the Top 40 radio, and I know that this isn't the most important thing, when I think of top 40 radio, um, I kind of felt I'm, I'm kind of disappointed because I feel like this generation would be the generation to complete. And they almost did it on a lot of levels. But I felt like, man, there wouldn't even be a top 40. You know what I mean? Like they right. would just they would just say, what the fuck? Top 40. Like, well, that doesn't even matter. Like, Well, this
0: generation doesn't really give a fuck about top 40s. And honestly and truthfully, until the RIAA started monitoring streams yeah. And other forms of of uh, of consuming music, this generation barely was charting. You think about how many albums Rick Ross has. Think about the fact that Rick Ross n- has does not have a platinum album. Has never I think his won first a, I think the Port of Miami. The uh, Port of Miami just. When it was ten years old. It just went platinum. Um, he doesn't have a, plat- a lot of platinum albums. He's never had a Grammy win. He's had, I think a couple. Well, a lot of people don't have Grammy wins. Nas uh, doesn't. Um, win.
1: Nas has a Grammy win for writing "Getting Jiggy with."
0: It. Well, yeah, well, that's a horse of a I mean, Snoop. Snoop doesn't have a Grammy. Snoop win Snoop doesn't so, I mean, have a Grammy at all. Kendrick but, would probably never have a. Gr- but what I'm saying is, Rick Ross is not an artist that has charted big a lot, and he's got like eight, nine albums already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they weren't counting the music the way they count it now. Um, Young Thug just uh, made Billboard history by becoming the first artist to have five albums charted. In one year Five albums uh, I think of uh, The recent album No, My Name Is Jeffrey So think Look look at these numbers 37,000 30, yeah, 37,000
1: Counting YouTube Counting everything But they're, they're counting but what about Streams The streams, the streams that, That's everything. just
0: off of streams they're Not even counting YouTube I don't even think They figured out How to Count YouTube views now, but I'm talking about sales, just as streams and digital sales. You know what? Thirty seasons? I could, I could, we be wrong. could do that. Maybe, maybe it's <laughs> we just, could do that. Maybe they honestly and they hit like, number ten.
1: Just can't figure out how to count all of this anymore. Whereas before, it was just a physical copy of a CD. Yeah. So in a way, in a way, I could be wrong with that. I could be. Maybe it's hard for me to really tell or, or really.
0: But, well, the music industry. They um when everybody was going digital, when everything was the the music industry was so resistant this was digital it they it was they were so resistant to the new media that they're just now catching up, and by the time the music industry caught up, shit changed again and that's with movies, that's with music, that's with magazines, that's with newspapers, like everything is really getting that ass whipped by the internet music especially because nobody because nobody buys physical albums nobody buys physical copies no, of anything No. not dvds the, uh, not video games they do. not they they buy, not they buy movies games. not yeah, anything people buy games. but that but but, but, but the but, trend is starting to change but we're in the middle people are
1: downloading games right sure.
0: but we're in the middle as far as video games we're in the middle of a market change we're in the middle of the fact that the next the next, the next trend is going to fully be downloadable content. So what the music industry does, the music industry basically looked at streaming as a way to control their product. You got to realize for the last 50, 10 to 15 years the music industry had no control over their product. They made a product. It, it's like it, it's like um literally making Pepsi and just having a running faucet. Anybody can come get it, anybody can come sell it. There's nothing you can do about it. It's there's still Pepsi, but it's just on a, a, on a constant drip.
1: You know where a Pepsi faucet? I can find a Pepsi faucet. Somewhere. But I,
0: yeah, it's on the internet. But um but it's literally that. And so and so that's what's going on. So streaming is actually the music industry's way of if gaining back control. And with that, they kind of put a little pressure on RIAA to say, hey, count these because they're, it's, they're, they're really what they're trying to do is make another book. Okay,
1: so you're saying that basically you have an all-star player and he scores 50 points, but nobody ever knows he scores 50 points because he's at some park in the Rucker and everybody swears he's, he sold 50 points, but nobody ever saw it because they can't really. Right, exactly. Nobody ever really knows what it's, happens it's, in comparison to. It's the, Dr. J.
0: It's Dr. J. Before the NBA, Talk
1: about the ABA. But yes. even in the ABA, everybody was watching and being like, but Damn, that's Dr. but a lot J. of
0: his games were not filmed. Yeah. All the amazing shit that. They say yes. he that's did. That's what I'm saying. That's it's I'm not saying. on film.
1: So basically, that's what's happening. It's just yeah. hard people. So you're saying people love things in the same way, but they just don't don't have any way to really. And
0: then it. the market is confused. The market is so confused by the fact that you can go to a uh, you can go to a bootleg site and everything is free. Well, yeah, every everything like dude, literally, you go to honestly, okay, confession. I've used a bootleg site many times. You're going to jail. I'm probably going to jail. I've I've used a bootleg site before. Um, and this is Which probably, site did I? You use? I'm not gonna say. Okay. Um, they'll they're probably use this to indict me, and this will probably be in my subpoena, and they'll probably use this against me in my case. But. You go on the bootleg site, right? And the, the hotness is out, right? And you right? commit a crime. And you and you start off and you commit a crime. But an album that's for sale on iTunes is literally standing next to an album that you can download for free on that piff. It's all there together. And you so know, what happens, is it confuses the marketplace because now people don't know what's free and people don't know what's for sale. I'm certain that there are artists that people like so much that they would support, but... They don't know that that album is for sale because they're getting it for free, and the only thing that artists can do is combat against the free thing. That's what um, uh, Chance the Rappers did. Chance the Rappers said, "Well, look, I can't compete with free music, so all my music will be free. I can't compete with people getting it where they're gonna get it from. So here, no matter where you get my music from, it's free. I prefer for he's you to get go here." He's gonna make way more
1: money off of touring, but it's anyway. free.
0: But he's gonna make it. But but that's that's you. People have been forced into that model because the marketplace is just confused. Well, here's what it makes me think of. You know, you and I are rappers and fans. Right. So the rapper in me wants people to pay for the music. Right. Because if people don't pay for the music, then slowly but surely the music will die. A lot of people say, well, even if I don't get paid, I'm still going to make music. And you will have people making music yeah, a lot if, of people being that's 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 making music and they ain't getting paid and they got careers. And there's a, there's a lot of people who will make music for free. But if let, let's just say that people stopped paying for music, they basically have. Mm. Young I'm Thug talking about sold thirty-seven thousand really. copies. They basically have. I'm talking about when it gets to the point where people absolutely don't pay for music. When that shit happens, that's gonna really hurt the industry even more. It's hurting it now. But if it gets worse than this, it's really going to fuck up the industry. But I'm I'm saying a lot. My point is this. The rapper in me wants these hip hoppers to get paid buku bucks because I don't want the industry to die. I want artistry. This type of artistry needs financial backing. So that's the rapper in me. But the fan in me is like, I got bills to pay. I got to put gas. I I put $15 in this tank or put $15 in this nigga's pocket because he got a hot mixtape. I want to do both, but I can't. So I got to put some money in the gas tank. I got to pay this bill. So the fan in me can't afford to buy this music. The rapper in me wants these niggas to get $100 a, a track, $100 a goddamn album. So the dichotomy between that shit is a motherfucker. Man. Well, here's, and I'm going to say this to you because I want, we we in the process of putting together your first official project for you as a rapper. The kind of music that you make, you're going to be called a working class rapper. Um, the in, in business terms, it's called having a vacation business. In the va- business terms, a vacation business is a business that. You don't really get a lot of money from, you have a couple of employees, and it gives you enough money to have a nice house, a nice car, and go on vacation twice a year. That's the kind of rapper you're going to be. Just simply, unless there's a major shift in where the music industry goes in the next six months... (laughs) <laughs> you finna be a working class rapper. Well, goddamn, sky's the limit. I see. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> but no, I mean, we just have to deal with reality. In reality, honestly and truthfully, you're gonna have to give your product away, and you're gonna have to heavily depend on shows. And that's cool with me. That's and uh, in industry. order to make your, in order to make your money, you're gonna have to do that because once again, the market is confused, and, and unless they can do something about bootleg, you're not gonna be able to. But, Stopping it, a bootleg site is like killing the hydra. If you cut one, one head on off, somebody level, else grows.
1: If someone on that level, that's just a natural process. Soulcon does that, and Soulcon has a name. He he's able to tour in different places. He's able to tour in different oh. countries. He gave away. He used to give away a CD for free. So it's one of those things. You give away your CD for free, but you've you're never getting, seen
0: a soul like con. That exactly. was a good song. That
1: was a good song, man.
0: Yeah, but go ahead.
1: I'm I'm saying that he he is getting something in return. Those people do get something in return. Even though they're giving something away for free, people are showing up and they're watching. The, they're paying money to go they're to a show.
0: They're paying money to see shows show. And, and um, th- th- like, the avenues. That's, that's where
1: they're going to get their money.
0: The I avenues like, like for music title, is dude, so I different. I like that title situation that Jay Z has. Dude, title st- Dude, when I tell you title is the shit. But the, um, let me tell you how title works. Title, if you're a big artist, title putting money in your pockets hand over fist. If you're a small artist, you. You pink and penny. Because let me tell you how a title works. If let's just say for some odd reason Joey Burnham becomes a big name in hip hop and you get the title and you put your music on title and you get on the front page. Title was so cold That no matter If they click your album Or not Joey Burnham gets paid They could be going there To listen to TI But if you're on the front page You get a piece of that That's cold as fuck You can make a lot of money Like they don't even Title got it set up Where if your name is big enough You don't even have to get a You don't even have to Have a listen to get paid On the other end If you're a smaller artist And you're on title And you like Not on that front page And you're struggling To get people to come to your page And you're just building your buzz up then you might get a few pennies you might get a couple pennies to string. okay well tell me if i'm correct or not you get a title subscription pay your monthly and if you pay this monthly fee you have access to title concerts yeah you get you get access ti- you get access to and um, videos videos title got more than music content number one title has television shows title has um music title has live concerts title has live events if you're a title subscriber and they throw an event you're the first in line for that event and you go for free right and you can some events you can go for free some events you can go for a discounted price okay that is the best business model that is a business model me and freddie free has been talking about for years it's charge a premium price for people to have access to your music to your videos, to all your content. And when a show comes up, all you gotta do is say, hey, here's my title membership, and you either get into this event for free or you get into it for a certain price because basically you've already been paying for it. Now, how about this? Now, is it true that the artist can sign an exclusivity deal? Yes. And that exclusivity deal includes them getting paid from that title concert from their music yeah so they get change that's that's tight so title so is you're, like the best so shit your going music going right now. won't
1: your, your music won't be on youtube your music
0: no it's exclusively on title and it it goes to people title they could just post your music but on once Tidal. again but once again but even even then if it's, it's but it's still got to come out on title yeah. now here's the thing Here's the and thing. It, yes, true enough, it's gonna get bootleg You can't stop the bootleggers. It's gonna get boot, but it's but you even plus, the bootleggers you're, have you're, to go to the the title little, and get it.
1: If you're the little artist, I think you need as many people as possible to hear your music. Right. Not that's just, why I don't think it benefits just, the smaller artists. The big is, artist is awesome. Like like what are you talking about? If you're Jay Z or some shit already. Right. But if you're the little guy
0: But this is what I'm saying, though. I'm 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 saying this is this is the impression I have. You sign an exclusivity deal with the title company right youtube can still show your videos and play your music the people who can't are the competing people the the companies that compete with title rhapsody um, um spotify spotify apple so apple so if you sign an exclusivity deal with title, the streaming service that no other streaming service in competition can get. Yeah, because that ti. I think ti is fucking with ti is on the see that and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. that's You're the music industry. That's the music industry finding a way to take back control of the product. That's why I say streaming is the new CD because and and it's that's just kind of like signing a record deal in a way. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like signing a record deal. But if you're, but it only works if you're a big artist. It only yeah. works for Chance the Rapper. If you're a little, it only little. works for uh, Osh, uh, Frank Ocean. It only works for Jay Z, Beyonce, Nas, Ti. It only works for them and artists as big as them or that have a huge following. For the little guy to go to title and think he gonna get that same, you got a lot of work to do. You're, the, you're almost shoot,
1: you're almost shooting yourself in the leg. You're almost shooting yourself in the leg. It's,
0: now it's great to be on title. If you get by all means, if you can get your stuff uploaded to title, uploaded to title, but it benefits the smaller artists to be on YouTube to have a band camp page many, to be on that mean, pit, Spotify to be, to be on Rhapsody. Spotify. I don't think the little guys are doing it anyway. Well, um, the it, it benefits a truly them. small rapper ain't not only. I don't think he can afford to do it. I don't think he'd be asked these, to do these it. These aren't even not... Th- I don't think he'd be considered. Nuh-uh. You I think mid level to high. And this is my assumption. I don't know. I but think you can pay these. I don't know about title, but I know that you can pay to be on Spotify. You can pay to be streamed on Apple Music. You can. There's a, and it's not that, not that big of a fee. You can pay to be on CD baby. You can pay to be on streaming sites. It's not. It's not that big of a thing. you just have to make sure that your music. Is copyrighted, and you just had to make sure all your paperwork is right. For the smaller artists, for the level that you at right now, the best thing for you to do is get your music everywhere. Get your music on YouTube. Get your music on piff Get your music on Bandcamp. Get your music and make stand make, out and stand out in front of Walmart and harass people. Don't don't do I'm that shit. Don't around. do don't do that shit. That that shit somebody did that work. to me
1: in like what maybe like 2011, and it sickened me. It really did sicken me because I'm thinking, it's 2011, man, and you're trying to hand me a fucking CD. And you still hustling CDs. Like, stop it. You're killing
0: me. Why? And, it, and it, it's You're it's, killing yourself. And no and, and CDs I know. So, are so never what did. should he do, uh, uh, Crane? What the fuck should he do? Go digital. Yeah. Make, his piss, make his piss digital. You said that
1: David Chappelle,
0: <laughs> digital piss, yes, digital piss. But yeah, He was just behind. I'm he afraid if so you look at behind, that, it you're gonna be. Sad. Okay. But yeah, man, it's like um, the smaller artists, man. Just honestly and truthfully, your best bet is to get a YouTube. J- honestly and truthfully, for the smaller artists, depending on what kind of music you make, your best bet is not even to make a full album. Get you, get you a single. <laughs> take your best three songs and put your singles out. Make a video for that and pump that motherfucker for six months. Some, some, of LP, you monetize, you. Monetize, some of you monetize, not even an LP, just a single. It just depends on what kind of music you make. If you if your song is hot, if you're making what they're making now, when your song is hot and you know is hot, take that one song, make a video for it, put it on YouTube, make sure that your YouTube page is monetized. And and work that damn CD for the longest, to so about six months. Not that CD, that single. Make that single work for about six months. Repeat the process. Six months later, do that shit again. Six months later, do that shit again, and keep doing. You may that not shit. even have
1: to wait six months. It may be one
0: month. Well, oh, I mean, yeah, it could. Be, it depends on how fast it goes. But and I'm saying, do that until you get to the point where you got people looking for you and you got people that want your music and then you can drop a full album because now you got a fan base. You now you got people that want to fuck with you. And then you can drop a whole album and be like, "Hey, this is my whole project you people been asking for." And now and we, now we come
1: from a place where people are so so far behind. They like they cripple themselves just trying some of the decisions that they make. They just you, we just sit in this area where people are so far behind where it's like, man, you do understand that people are doing this now, and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna get them to buy my c d and it's like you nobody you, buying your c d for five dollars calm calm, bro. calm down, man, please stop
0: please right. local rapper nobody's buying your c d for five dollars no no but think about those words, <laughs> think about the words I just said buying your c d for five dollars no. <laughs> I'm not doing it because I can go get some shit for free and it's going to be good. I'm not going to take a guess on some shit you came up with and, and trying to sell me in front of Walmart for five. I'm not going to waste five dollars. When I can go get Big Crit for free. When I can go get Big Crit for free and I can listen to this shit before I even waste an ounce of data.
1: Just to, just to let you know, I did buy a CD.
0: You're a gentle soul and a nice person. I did. Just, just I don't because do that. he
1: was gentle and because he was from Birmingham. I don't do that, and I felt sad as hell.
0: Who C D are you talking? Oh, I can't, put that nigga on blast. I can't do that. Put that th- nigga on. I blast. I thought you were talking about Big Crit, nigga. You fucked me up. No, you know Big Crit was living in Birmingham for a hot second, and David Banner. But that's yeah, I story. heard about David Banner. Yeah, I know. Um, who yeah, who was it? Nah, put him on blast. I'm not doing. Who is it? Who is it? Tell me. Write it down. I'll say his name. That's fine. Write it down. Say his name. I mean, it's a lot text of local talent me. that's doing good. You text though. it to me. I'll say it because I don't give a fuck I'm about them. Text man. it. Say his name.
1: No, I can't, I can't do that, man. No, he was, don't, str- don't he was struggling hard. He was He's struggling. probably
0: still struggling. It's 2016. If you were selling CDs in 2011, I guarantee you're still struggling.
1: <laughs> God bless his soul. I hope he made it. You know, hopefully we, you know, his, his CD. So <laughs>
0: I hope your CD went double aluminum. Uranium. I hope it went double aluminum. That means that you sold two copies to two people who love you very much, and mom so, and grandma. <laughs> his
1: grandmother bought his trap CD.
0: His grandma bought a trap seat. She didn't know the world, but that's her grandbaby. And she like, I I just wanna support my baby because he ain't he ain't in them streets selling that dope no more. He ain't on ain't smoking that weed. But you know it's, in front of me. You know, there's some people from this state that's doing it the right way though. Hell yeah. And it's some people is hell yeah. Hell Club this, Monster, uh Pen Pals, Haruski, LDLR, Eugenesis Locks. Uh, love more It's a lot of motherfuckers uh, Yeah it's a lot of motherfuckers dog. It's a lot of motherfuckers in this area That are doing it big
1: The one problem Scruly I say Escobar He's doing it big
0: The one problem I say This area has And it's the same area That they had even when I was Out there in the streets doing it You ain't Listen All of you I love all you guys Um, I hope to build great relationships With you guys I want you to come in here On the show And do your thing And we're gonna open up A space for you guys I got some real good ideas For when you guys do come here Listen it ain't going to happen from Birmingham. You ain't going to make, your music is great. But as long as you make music in Birmingham and sell it to people in Birmingham. Let me rephrase that. As long as you make music from Birmingham and sell it to people in Birmingham, you're always going to be Birmingham. In order to make it big, you need to take your music outside of the city, leave Make it hot somewhere else, then come back. And the reason you need to do that is because everybody raps. And the first time you say you rap and you hand them a CD or a download card or a USB or whatever your method is, they're going to say, shit, well, he going to take my cousin car. Cause man, he do the same thing, nigga, maybe y'all can collab. That ain't what you want. Stop trying to sell your music to other rappers. Stop trying to sell your music to your mama and them. Stop trying to sell your music to your coworkers because they don't count. I'm sorry. Your mama love you. Your coworkers think your shit cool. Your homeboy bumped your shit in the car. Guess what? They don't count. I would I wouldn't say they don't count, but you do need to go outside your city. Them motherfuckers don't to, count. Them mother. This, this is your homeboys what homeboys don't count. I'm sorry, bro. This your is what I was saying. Cause you cause you like being so harsh with shit. This is what I would they say. They don't fucking count. I would say this. Every you can't afford to say who does and who doesn't count. Your mama and your cousin supporting you counts. Just as much as that motherfucker in in hell a hundred miles away. From in what you. way? They they count in Let terms tell of you. buying your shit. They count in terms of supporting your you, shit. You mean emotional support? They they count and your your family counts more when it comes to emotional support. Okay, but good. I would say I agree with you in this way. You got to branch out. If it not just being from Birmingham. If you're a, a Minnesota rapper, a, a Alabama rapper, a motherfucking Kalamazoo rapper you gotta branch out From your small little 10 block radius And you gotta branch out and really Try to make some connections using Every method available to you If you gotta hand out a CD I don't see nothing wrong with handing nobody a physical CD if, if You're also on the Internet and using everything and, Available and, to and, you and on that tip right there Don't just hand Don't out a CD. hand nobody no burnt ass CD with your Name written in sharpie without a cover if you go hand me a cd please show me first of all if you're handing me a cd you've assumed that i have a cd player in my car in 2016 that's number one number two (laughs) number two put some money into your artwork there are places that you can go you can google online just try you can
1: remember it. because you're handing someone a cd and they don't know shit. they about
0: don't you. know shit about you first impressions are everything sorry mcs when i first meet you i don't give a fuck about your bars sorry producers when i first see music. you I don't give a fuck there about was your beats. music
1: that we that we listened to and the only thing that royal i'll say this there were artists that we were introduced to just with their their um name or their album cover joey burnham has a great story about jedi mind tricks um that matters. You know, people may say, well, what is it? It's just artwork. You know, all I need is my name. Like, that's not true.
0: <laughs> I mean, my, my quick little story is I walked into a CD store. This was like in 2008, 2007. And I walked into like a a Sam Goodies type of place. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't Sam Goodies, but I walked into like a Sam Goodies type of place. I wanted to buy a physical CD. Um, and I had heard of Jedi Mind Tricks before, but I never really just paid attention to them. So I'm looking in the hip-hop section, and I see Jedi Mind Tricks. What is it? Servants. Uh, Servants in Heavens, Kings in Hell. Kings in Hell. I saw that CD. The name sounded good, Jedi Mind Tricks. The uh, title sounded good. But more importantly for me, the artwork on the CD pulled me in so deep that I bought that album based off how it looked. That was the first and last time I bought an album based on the artwork. And not what I heard. And when I played the CD, that ended up being one of my favorite fucking CDs all the time. Um, you've all a- heard the old phrase, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge an album by its cover. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. 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 Sometimes.
1: you got a black background, and it's a great CD, and it's just
0: like. But, it's just that music. But is, that's Dr. Dre. That CD, doesn't count. You know, music is um Superficial subjective it's, it's objective it's very surface you know what i mean so that's what music is and you can scratch the surface once you listen to the music but for the most part music is about in the first impression right now of course now let me you, go back. you shouldn't judge people like that because music people are deeper than that but music is a people even listen to beats like that people make decisions musically people make decisions based on the first couple seconds of a beat right they make decisions based on how the album cover looks they make decisions based on how the artist looks and that's okay use that to your advantage let me say this i want to touch on something i'm gonna go back i'm gonna touch on what you just said um talking to artists right now um you may not know this because you're an artist first of all there are two kind of artists in this world and you need to really figure out which one you are There are, there's offensive rappers and there are defensive rappers. Offensive rappers. Say, um, fuck you, bitch. I don't give a (laughs) damn about your life. That's offensive. Oh. Offensive rappers are rappers who all the, offensive, a perfect example of an offensive rapper is a rapper like Cannabis. All he going to do is give you lyrics, bars. He's going to give you all these different kind of tricks. There's going to be no song structure in it. It's just and, – and, and you don't even have to be a lyrical rapper to be an offensive rapper. I'm just giving you like – just like a, the clear, most clear-cut example – of what an what offensive saying. rapper is, that is the, he, He's the equivalent to an and one basketball player All he's going to do is give you tricks He's going to do shit behind the back He's going to fucking bounce it off the backboard Do a 720 dunk Grab his nuts, eat a hot dog All before he hits the ground So basically what you're saying is You got those artists if you compare it to basketball You got the artists that are real athletic right? But he may not be able to Uh, Do the plays Or if it's football He may not be able to run the routes But he's an athletic motherfucker Right Uh, Two examples On both extremes Two examples of an offensive rapper Cannabis and Young Thug Are offensive rappers Okay One trick ponies They are gonna do a whole bunch of tricks But it really don't mean shit Because honestly and truthfully Young Thug is the kind of rapper That in his own lane He's the shit The moment you take him out of his lane for instance, the Nipsey Hussle album. When you take Young Thug out of his element, he, he's horrible. He's fucking horrible. But when you put him in his le- element and you well, I don't like stick that him analogy, but I and you stick him saying. with somebody who no, knows what I, I they're get, doing I get what with you're him. saying. he's great. Uh, now a defense—he does what rapp- he
1: does well. He doesn't adjust. You're talking right. about the adjustment, the inability right. to adjust, the
0: inability to adjust. And That's the defense. And, he can't adjust. And the, it's the a uh, defensive rapper is a rapper who does this. He, he's gonna look at the beat. Because beats are important. Because you're dealing with... People listen to music... People listen to music in this order. They listen to the beat first. You literally got about 10 seconds. <coughs> Excuse me. They're going to listen to Probably the beat. Probably not even that long. Probably not even that. They're going to listen to the beat first. Then they're going to listen to the cadence. And then six months later, after they come out of the club and they half drunk and high and drop their girlfriend off at the house and they're riding by themselves... They're gonna to listen to the lyrics. Yeah, listen to lyrics last. <laughs> They're gonna to listen to the lyrics way long time. So you gotta catch them with the beat first. You gotta catch them with the cadence and you gotta catch them with the hook. Yeah, you gotta ca- catch And then with like the six melody. months later, you're gonna catch them with lyrics. Yeah, you gotta catch them with the melody and the sound. Right. A defensive rapper is gonna make sure his beat is right. A defensive rapper is gonna make sure his chorus is tight, and a defensive rapper is gonna make sure that his cadence and and, and I'm talking like hip hop terms. But and, your and cadence defense, is just the way you sound on the beat.
1: And a defense and offensive rapper is probably a legend. Okay,
0: that, okay. that, I that would be Jay Z. Yeah. Okay, Jay is one. Jay Z can dribble with both hands. He's ambidextrous. Okay. Now this is what I was gonna say, and I'm glad you said that shit. So you were saying you got the offensive rapper he's if you compare if we're using sports analogies the offensive rapper would be the athlete that is very athletic but he can't do none of the plays and he can't really follow directions that right right um then you will have the defensive player um maybe he's the opposite of that he can follow the plays maybe not the most athletic maybe not the most talented but the fact that he can just kind of go off that playbook he can make some things happen. that
1: guy always gets the start and that guy is
0: going to always get to start because why defense wins off? Defense wins championships. And then the the the, the combination of the two would be a Jay Z type of rapper where he could follow the playbook, he can rap over beats, and he can do all that shit. I'm kind of combining my goddamn analogies too much. But um, Jay Z would be that guy. Yeah, Jay Z, I'm going to give you a perfect example. The perfect example in this generation who is a rapper who can. Who, who can do it all. well Who you can start. He was complete. Kendrick Lamar is a well-rounded <gasps> rapper. Kendrick, when Kendrick, you look at his Gold. crew, when you look at Black Hippie, they all do their... Absold is a lyricist. He does lyricism real good. Cannot make a good song worth shit. He's struggling right now. J, um, 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 I don't know. He makes good song. J-Rock. J-Rock is a dope lyricist. Hardcore rap now, rapper. Now, he's more the other guy because he just ain't... He's a good ass lyricist. He's a good lyricist, a good ass rapper. But but I'm more it's just something he can't. But he can't right now. He hasn't figured out how to pull off radio success. That nigga talented. And though. then you got Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q is who who in sports? Who would you compare Schoolboy Q to?
1: Um, I don't know. Probably <laughs> probably some backup DB. <laughs> Who's talented enough, or he's a nickel. He's a nickel right. corner or something Right, like exactly, exactly.
0: Where he's talented enough that you can put him on defense and he can make some plays, but yeah, you really don't want to start it. But no, well, this is what I was going to say. And, and in, in, well, wait some, on, but in some Lamar, defensive packages, though. Right, in some defensive packages, in some packages, Schoolboy Q is the shit. What he did on the Alchemist beat, um, man of the hour, awesome. Kendrick Lamar can do it all. And that's, that's what I wanted to piggyback on. Um, you got your, Like you said, you got your different type of rappers. You got your rappers that are more lyrical-based, which we compared those to offensive. You got your rappers that are kind of uh, more defensive-based, which we compared that to being more studio, music-driven and less lyric-driven. They're kind of the, the playbook of music. They can kind of follow that a little better. But the people who could do it all is what I wanted to piggyback of, off of because I can see... T.I., Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, those guys can do it all. But they're still defense first. But they're still defense first, rappers because if you even look at how but that that's music a is, point, they, got, they, they, my they point, get you with them hooks. But see, that's still a moot point. My point, I get what you're saying, but my point is this. They do it all. Right. They do it all. That, that, they may lean toward one side more than the other, which is a conversation to be had. But when you think of T.I., you think of somebody who can – simply rap his ass off without a beat, but at the same time he can produce music. Right. Jay-Z can rap his ass off without a beat, but he can produce music. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, they can acapella you to death. And they got they teams. Know how, but they, they know what to teams. do in the booth too. They got teams. They got like Cannabis didn't have a team because if he had people around him that loved him, he would go, Yeah, you can rap, but can you?
1: It was him too. Yeah, and, and, it it, was, it yeah his, and it was him because he, he did. He did say he didn't give a DJ, fuck about a beat. So he had the opportunity to work with DJ Premier, and he fucked it up somehow. He blamed Premier. He said Premier was late. I'm like, man, Premier's got shit to do. Wait on Premier. Shut the fuck up. You're just some new guy. Shut the fuck up again. Like he's Premier, and he he was like, well, he wasn't punctual, and I was like, man, I could do. I'm like fuck up premiere is, Premier
0: is exactly what he needed um cannabis can't cannabis couldn't they write gave a song him, they
1: gave him a lot of beats they gave him a lot of they gave him premiere beats they gave him premier beats from several different people he's all that shit from the first cd he picked that shit that's what he picked
0: yeah because he because he said he didn't care about beats <laughs> and i'm like dude you know at the end of the day yeah you got bars but you do know you're making music too right so you—it has to a, it's be one an warm. element
1: of hip hop that was being neglected, which I never understood. People who don't care about beats—it's like you're you're neglecting an element of hip hop. How can you do that?
0: Right. Going back to what you said a long time ago about you need your family and your friends—they're important too. Mm-hmm. Your family and friends are important. Your mom, for instance, is going to be proud of you no matter what you do. If you bring your mom, um. I give you a perfect example of okay, why of why saying. your mom. I give you a perfect example of why your mom is not a good person to bring your art to. I already um, agree with you. Curse, continue uh, 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 um, um, with confession confession time. Brandon, I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, Grown ups, I'm going to tell you a story. Let me tell it. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, um, Jonathan Crane. I'm going to tell you a story. Grown-ups, I'm going to tell you a story. Um, Me and my brother Joseph were young lads at this time, and we were drawing. We were on the living room floor, and we were drawing. And young lads being young lads, young lads doing what young lads do, we decided that we would draw penises. Yes. (laughs) And we would disguise these penises as other objects, and decide yeah. who drew the best disguised penis. Yeah, we would draw dicks with tuxedos and top hats. Turn them into rockets. Penises that look like rockets. It would be, if you look close enough, you would see the penis. Uh, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't it, be. Hidden dicks. It wouldn't be hidden, uh, wouldn't like be be hidden that TV well. Show. But, uh, and they, we would take these said pictures and we would show them to our mother and say, who was the best? Who drew the best? And what would mom always say? I think they're both good. I'm proud of both of you. And that is why you don't take your art to your mama and expect real support. She loves you your friends. Because she loves dicks. <laughs> that's how you got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get but your point. It went that is why, But your but point that is. that is why. Your mama just going to. She your wants friends, to support you so she your, your homeboy, God, good. Damn, your homeboy gonna support you. Shit. Your mama gonna support you. Your grandma gonna support you. You need to go to the people in the world who gonna hurt your fucking feelings and tell you your shit whack or your shit was all right. The one word you never want to hear when you are making music is your shit is all right, because all right means you didn't do your job. All right means they don't like it. They don't love it. You need to make people feel a, way, a certain way about it. E forty, for example. E forty is a perfect person. He is very polarizing. You either fucking love E forty or you fucking hate E forty.
1: He's not all right. Just don't, just don't say that you don't like E forty. Just well, he's very aware people don't and, like uh, his style.
0: You go to Vallejo and say you don't fuck with E forty. Good luck coming back. <laughs> but um, so yeah, man. Um. So, look, man, we run over a little bit on time, so we need to actually break up out of here. Um, so, fellas, what do we take away from this conversation?
1: Don't draw dick
0: pics. <laughs> and give them to your mom. Don't do that. Please. <laughs> I, um, um, in all honesty, we were what? Uh, all of six and ten. I remember one time I had put my dick on, on a piece of goddamn blue line college rule paper. <laughs> i put the paper i put some 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 you know the little college rule paper with the blue lines Shit, school paper right i put my the paper on the table i grabbed a pencil (laughs) and i put my dick on the paper and i traced my penis so then the blank shape of my penis i filled it in put veins in it and you know (laughs) filled in the blank and I brought it to school and showed some people, and a lot of people were like, they just, they started laughing. They thought it was funny. Man, that shit look realistic, man. This shit crazy because it's real, but it's it's fucked up, man. You sick, Joe? But one nigga, I showed I showed a, a dude. I showed women and and girls, but and, women and, and, men. and men. I showed women and men. I was showing everybody in school. But one motherfucker, he he took the, he looked at the paper. Which I had my dick on the paper. Uh, that nigga looked at the paper and was like, man, this your real dick. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was average sized. Nothing, yeah. nothing horrible. Nothing spectacular. But nothing spectacular. <laughs> shit, man. So, uh, but so, what, what
1: did you call yourself? There was a specific name that you gave yourself. There were, first of all, let me set this up. At, at the time, the Dick Tracy film was... <laughs> I had a of popularity. Yes, it was. So what was your... What was your name? The Dick Tracer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we getting up out of here. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip <laughs> Hop Show. I, I am Lawrence G. You are Joey Burnham. You are
1: Jonathan Crane. You
0: are also uh,
1: jo- Jonathan Crane, the master of fear. There yeah, you go. There you go. All right. Yeah.
0: Grown ups. Like we always say about this time, don't go out here and do no dumb shit, like your did. Yeah. <laughs> Cause grown-ass men do grown man shit, and we
1: out.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremel, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth coast! <laughs>